If you tend to be discouraged in the daily moments or find the day to be mundane, we are here to encourage you, providing nourishment of word and spirit through every day in every season. We believe God did not call you, anoint you, and set you apart to live in an ordinary way. We're here to talk about how to bring the victory God gives in the practical every day. Like laundry, friendships, PB&J making, budgeting, church life, healing, and conflict resolution. I mean, who gets that last piece of pie or sit shotgun? Even in all these things, you can live like more than a conqueror. We are your hosts. I am Christine James. And I am Jocelyn DeWitt. This is Devoted, Devoted in, in the, the Daily. This podcast is sponsored by Train and Truth. It can be such a challenge to apply what the Word of God says to our messy lives, right? But it doesn't have to be. The truth is you can live each moment in the grace and the authority God has given you. Here's the thing. You either sweat in training or bleed in battle. Putting some sweat into training in the truth of God's Word will help to avoid all that unnecessary bleeding because the battles of life are inevitable. Train in Truth helps you to work the right muscles in your mind and emotions to make the decisions that create the reality that you want to live, filled with truth. Start training now on the Train in Truth web app at train-in-truth.passion.io or find out more at trainintruth.com. All links mentioned today can be found on this episode's webpage as well. As we journey through learning this podcast thing, we've learned this episode would be most enjoyed with those good old earbuds or the volume all the way up. Just a little heads up, this episode has some mature content. If you have young ones near, you might want to pop those earbuds in. Okay, here we are. Hello. Hello. Here we go. Here we, go. we are starting. A new series. This is exciting. The Hood series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not what you think. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. It's not what you think. It's not. We're just going to be talking um, this whole next month about some different hoods that we tend to um, carry. Carry. I don't know how else to say that. Um, okay. Different so, hoods that we carry. Walk in, live in. Yeah. Seasons. Seasons. So today we're tackling singlehood. Singlehood. Next week we're tackling wifehood, and then we're going to be talking uh, sisterhood. Sisterhood. (laughs) And then we will go into motherhood. Motherhood. So it is a full month in the hood. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. Welcome to our hood series. We're a little goofy. We're a little goofy because this is a lot of good seasons in hood series. Yeah. A lot Um, of oversharing is going to happen in this one. uh, Single hood. Here we go. Um, Interesting as we, you know, approach this topic of single hood, we can, there are so many different seasons um, or people that we can talk about as we're looking at singlehood mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. We yes can, we can talk about the unmarried we can talk about the divorced and we can talk about the widow the widow yep 
um, quite a wide range spectrum. Yeah, there really is. And I don't think we're going to hone in too much on either one of them. I think we want to, we're going to hit on each, each one maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit. I think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And it's interesting because is single right now. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yay for me. There is nothing wrong with being single. And I, and, um, you know, obviously we all know that I'm a divorced single woman. Do we all know that? Four kids. Well, if you, if you've been listening, well, if you listen to the intro, I'm, yeah. Yeah. My husband left me and Mm -hmm. I became single. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Um, and it's great. But yeah, being a single woman, there was a lot of like goodness. Like just yeah. goodness that comes, and it took me a while to like really figure that out. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. It took me a while yeah. to figure that out. Um, but it's such a sweet time. Yeah. It's a really, really, really sweet time that is meant to be cherished and treasured, and so much intimacy between mm-hmm. the lover of your soul and yeah. and you. Yeah, I remember feeling so anxious to be a wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted that so deeply. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I think I was, like, 18 and wanting to get married. Oh, you did it. Yeah. And um, I just kept thinking, oh, the Lord's just preparing him. <laughs> I remember my girlfriend just looked at me and was like, heaven forbid he's actually preparing you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the truth. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I'm not ready to marry <laughs> But, but it we was, feel like it sometimes. Yeah. And it, you know the interesting thing? Well, I, we'll probably talk to, about this a lot more when we come to wifehood. But um, we tend to, once we have that physical lover, um, kind of forget about this lover of our soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something I didn't ever think could happen until the Lord really like showed me. Like, I want you to really know every facet of love from me before I ever mm. like allow another person to really come into that part into of your that. heart. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a hard thing to accept. It's a hard thing to accept, but it's sitting in a place that I'm sitting now. I'm really, really thankful right? that the Lord is um, coming in and, and really trying to show me every facet of love, the adoring kind of love, the protective mm-hmm. love, the provider love, the, encouragement and love um and just speak in every angle yeah to show me that i'm deserving of that like we're all deserving to have that because he has made us worthy exactly yeah so it's a beautiful thing yeah that shouldn't be rushed through yeah or passed by uh-huh. i definitely try to rush through it like let's get it together let's move along come on um and the reality is my person's being prepared and I'm being prepared. And when the appointed time comes, that will be the appointed time. Yeah. Yeah. Being content. Contentment in singleness Uh is virtue. It's a virtue. It is. um, So I, as I was, you know, thinking about today's conversation, um, I was brought to first Corinthians seven and first Corinthians is quite interesting as he it really aggressive like a lot of 
so single. <laughs> How it's good to be single and nice, mm -hmm. but it's also good to be married. Mm -hmm. But you know why it's good to be married? That is in black and white. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. Yeah, you're, I mean, when you're married and have a family, there's so many, ugh, walking with the Lord with a spouse is a whole other thing than being single. Because mm -hmm. you're devoted yeah. to just the Lord yeah. and his guidance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember the Lord was showing me like how to follow his lead, not as the father, not as the savior, but like as the leader of like my home. Mm -hmm. And that was for a single woman who was in a very unhealthy marriage, who did things on her own. Um, that was a really hard lesson to like learn and have, to, you have to come under, mm -hmm. you have to be willing to come under and follow someone's lead and follow like the guidance and follow the direction without in obedience and in submission. And I didn't know how to submit in that way. And that's something that had to be taught yeah. for me personally in my single season. Yeah. But I'm glad, I'm, I'm really thankful that he said, girl, like you, you just, you want to hold my hand and go side by side and we do that. But in marriage, we are to come as a single woman, as a married woman, to come under and follow the lead. Yeah. So. Um, First Corinthians 7, 17. In the NIV. I'm going to read it in the NIV and then in the message. Okay. The NIV says, nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned them, just as God has called them. In the message, it says, and don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. God, not your marital status, defines your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good, right? It's so good. That is so good. Be content where you're at. And it's really about being married to the Lord. Um, later on in 1 Corinthians 7, well, it's 7, 36 and 38. And this is really where he gets into the, the lust issue, I think. It says... If anyone is worried that he might not be acting honorably towards the virgin he is engaged to, and if his passions are too strong and he feels he ought to marry, then he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who is settling the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion but has control over his will, and who has made up his mind not to marry, this man also does the right thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, 38 says, so then he who marries does right but he who does not marry does better <laughs> that's a hard thing to swallow yeah and i don't think personally i don't think everybody feels like they're called to be married right yeah right sometimes and that's this isn't me but so i can't speak like i know what it's what it's like to not have a desire to be married and have that um partner but there are many friends of mine who have like this just desire to just live yeah. out their life yeah. with the Lord yeah. and serve him yeah. and men I feel and like women. Paul's kind of talking from that place. Exactly. exactly. And I'm like sitting here thinking, okay, I don't know. 
I mean, I think there's something pretty beautiful about the bride. Yes. And the husband. Yes. And the intimacy that we get to have. There is. In all different levels. And so I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever, Paul, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, Paul. Okay, Paul. <laughs> no, well, I'm just speaking that. that he's, he's speaking from his perspective. Yes. But I want to kind of keep that in mind. Him saying it's better not to marry. And here I am as a married woman. Hard to be like, I hear you. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, and he talks somewhere else where it's like, it's, if you are, ha- if you, if you're going to keep lusting, it's better for you to get married. Yes. Right. Yes. And if, but if you can reserve yourself, it's better for you to stay single because then you're not tied yeah. down to anybody. You're right, not, right. um, you know, trying to to work as a team. You know. Yeah. A man, two oxen together. Uh-huh. You know, being yoked is a challenge. Well, I know. And so, it's, so we could just imagine that that is more of a challenge, uh-huh. right? And um, so I get what he's saying. I get it too. But. At the same time, I also think there's something beautiful about that. I think there's something amazing about marriage. Um, that is such a reflection of our relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. right? Being the bride and being the bridegroom, yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Let me be the bride, already the bride of Christ, and that's the cool thing as well as being single. You know, you don't have you've just got you've just got the Lord as your husband yes so having the lord as our husband can um for i'm trying to figure out how to dive into just the uh i'm gonna just go there yeah just gonna dive dive into the whole purity issue that happens when we're in a state of singleness yeah please because that's you know it's hard we don't we kind of dance around it don't really want to talk about it but um, it's the truth. I came out of a marriage and then I found myself kind of getting a little bit rebellious and wanting to date. And so I came up with this idea <laughs> that I was going to go online date Yeah. and, um, just to practice because I basically got out of high school, found my ex-husband and like, he quickly showed me that like I had a purity issue. Not that I fell into a situation or anything like that, but that I was lustful and my eyes were on the wrong things and my heart wasn't set on the right thing. And, um, I was feeding my flesh mm-hmm. and then he showed me that I had my own personal purity issues in my own space. Right. And that talk about conviction, talk about revelation of sin, talk about like, Oh, and I had to let the Lord take me there. I I had to let the Lord like come in and say like, Jocelyn, I, I want better for you. And I need you to clean your act up. And I was convicted mm-hmm. of being impure on my own in my singleness. Yeah. Um, in a, in such a not healthy way. Wow. It's not healthy anyway, but yeah, it was impurity is never. No, but, um, <laughs> no, but it was, it wasn't good. And then it was leading me to have like lustful eyes. Well, yeah, let's, what is purity? It's unadulterous. That's, that's, yeah. I loved that. I remember I did a little study on purity and that word unadulterous just jumped off the cinema synonym list is like, okay. Mm. So this is being completely devoted. (laughs) (laughs) 
Way to throw that in there. <laughs> um, to our true love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's in, and that it begins with our thoughts and our motives. It does. It does. It really, it really does. Yeah. And I mean, as a, I remember as a single woman, um, I didn't date much. I was very intentional about, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not going to date for the heck of it. You know, I'm going to like being, I'm, I'm going to, I'm looking for a spouse. Yes. I'm not interested in playing emotional games no, and no. putting mm-hmm. my heart and my, you know, body and my, all of that through right. any of that. Um, so when I started like really dating Dave and, and going down that road, the temptation is so real. Real. I mean, you fall in love with somebody, yeah. you're ready to get naked. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's the truth. It is the truth. It's a thing. And I, and it's, I, I was just, it's just a bummer that it's not talked about more in the church as a young woman mm-hmm. in ministry with a boyfriend in the ministry um it's just this kind of underlying thing that everybody knows that you're struggling with but it's not they don't ever talk about it rest and i just remember as going through that season burning with desire yes and struggling we struggled man and not not having anybody to come alongside me I'm not ready to be like, I'm going to be the woman that talks, that talks yeah. real yeah. with my yeah. sisters, my younger sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I think we need to be talking about it. That's all. I think you're right. We do need to talk about it. We all, know, we all know that it's there. And so let's not make it an elephant in the room. And Nobody called me. You know what I mean? And I had the accountability, but I didn't choose the accountability because it was me having to choose into the accountability instead of somebody walking alongside me and saying like, I know you're going out and doing this. So let me make sure that you all check in with you. Yeah. Right. Or really talking about the depth of, especially for a woman who knows what that's like to get naked and knows what her, and then knows what her desires are. And then to just have to like, cut it off and you have to just walk that out trying to walk out re-purity yeah is its own yeah like i swear it's a nightmare yeah because you have to act like you don't care (laughs) (laughs) and you so do yeah you so do you have just this desire that is burning behind you that you have to shove down and just choose christ's way first Mm -hmm. and choose his hand first and try to be obedient and like really work hard to like put your flesh down because you want the greater right 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 like i don't want to just yes. be sexually connected to somebody yes. i want to be heart connected to yep. somebody yep. and emotionally connected to somebody for any of that really comes into play um doesn't mean that you don't really want it it's just what are you putting first right you know yeah. the value of christ is what i want to put first like i want to put the value in front of all of that right yeah and and when you fall in love with somebody and you have that person in love with you and you're in this intimate space um the body just takes over so i'm just encouraged i'm just putting it out there older ladies let's just come alongside let's do better 
let's do better and let's like and it doesn't have to be weird I mean it might be but it's okay just be like hey mm -hmm. I see what season you're in I remember that season do you need some extra accountability easy as that well yeah and and the and the single girls that are struggling with their own personal purity yes like I, oh yeah you know absolutely I walk along a lot of women who struggle with their own personal purity or, you know, we go into pornography or we go into any of the masturbation or any of those things. Yep. And that's, yep. that's its own fight. It really is. That is its own battle. And we need to do better at being honest, being vulnerable and allowing these young ladies to know that they're not alone. It's true. You know, because it feels very isolating and you feel dirty yep. and you feel like yep. a little rejected. Yep. And um, you're so not. If you are hearing us and you are not, like, you're feeling that way, like, you're so not. Definitely can connect. So yeah. many people can connect. Yes. Yeah. It's not just a struggle for men. <laughs> no. No. Isn't it crazy that no. it's all it talked about with the men, but it's it is, not talked It is about not talked about as the women. Yeah. And it was a big struggle. Yeah. Yeah. But God brings the victory. If we will come to him and walk alongside and people. And bringing things into the into light. Into I remember it was in the middle of a recovery meeting. The Lord made me bring it out. And I was like, I don't want to talk about this. Uh, and he was like, you're talking about it. Like, this is a problem. And um, I just sat there at the table. And luckily it was at my house. This is when I was uh, having groups at my house. And I just looked at this table. And I just had to just admit to the, yeah. all the women at the table that I was struggling and, and then that I had to repent and lay it. I had already repented to the Lord, but I had to confess it out loud yep. to another person so I could have actual accountability instead of just keeping it secret and yep. reading it. And they were so loving and so kind. And I, it was not only me that was struggling with that. Right. You know? And that also allows other people. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. And you can root for each other. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, it's okay, me too. No, it's like, let's do better together. And you know what? Honestly, I don't think I would stand so hard on my saving myself till my next marriage had I not realized how bad my purity issue was. Huh. Like, I knew where I stood. But, like, yeah. now now I, like, know. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> It was put up in my face. Yeah. The Lord let me feel it and and see it and say, I want better for you. And I was like, yeah, I want better for myself. Yeah. And I want better for my person. Like my person deserves me saving myself for him. Yeah. My person deserves like that fresh start, just like I deserve that fresh start. Yeah. So it's just kind of instilled and like made it even more of a foundation for me in a really sweet way. Yeah. I was thankful. For more than just as you dealt with your purity issues, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, there was more fruit to come from it than just the basic purity issue. Okay, you know, no, no, you don't expand. <laughs> well, just just being a woman. Um, so I had lost my virginity, just awful. It was an awful experience, um, and. Then it just cycled from there. Like I just was mm -hmm. running into like, you know, sexual immorality continuously after that. And was a very lustful sexual person. And then uh, found my ex-husband and that's its own situation there. But 
afterwards I just felt like ooh. Right. Like just so like dirty. Yeah. Because I didn't get to give it away. I didn't get it wasn't it was very abused. Mm-hmm. And so for me to now have the opportunity for the Lord to bring up my purity yeah. sin and then to yeah. now have the opportunity to say, I choose new. Yeah. Like I get to make the decision this time. Like yeah. I get to have that moment with somebody uh-huh. for the first time that like I've always like it's gonna make me emotional. That I've always like craved is is like such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. For me. So yeah. Yeah. You got me all emotional. <laughs> From talking about sexual impurity. Well, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that, well, purity is an issue when it comes to anything, but is, I think, where we need to talk about it. Yeah. And and how to, not just the purity, but, like, also in singlehood, how to receive, like, true love. Like, how to let the Lord, like, show you how beautiful you really are yeah like let him adore you like let him speak sweet things over you and like show you honor and respect and like show you the value of who you are and how you deserve to be treated Mm -hmm. right yeah so i i wrote these script this scripture down for my wife for our next episode but i'm gonna read it now um, Isaiah 54 5 says, For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He's called the God of all the earth. He is your husband. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. As a, and Isaiah 62 5 says, As a young man marries a young woman, so your builder will marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. So will your God rejoice over you. Mm. That picture of God rejoicing over us. Isn't it beautiful? It really is. It's kind of mind-blowing to think about. Oh, yeah. Especially for a single ladies who have never been rejoiced over. Yeah. To, to have the opportunity where you get to just be rejoiced over. Even as a married woman, you are too, but... But well, to have that intimacy with Christ as your husband, you know. Yeah. To just be like dazzled and rejoiced and like, I remember when I went on a camping trip, like that's all he wanted. He just wanted me to like have the experience of camping, like with my maker, my husband, and just let him talk to me in ways that I've never been talked to. And it was just mind blowing to me to have him just look at this, you know, tell me, I just love how the sun hits your face. Like, I'm like, what are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, that's how he wants to talk to us. He yeah. wants to just dazzle us with like the truth of how he sees us and our beauty and our wholeness and just rejoice. Yeah. Which is just beautiful. It is so cool. It's so cool. Every woman deserves that opportunity. Well, we all, yeah. We're all offering the opportunity. We all are offered. Just got to take it, accept it, receive it. Yeah. That's the hard part, I think, for someone that's hard to receive sometimes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hmm. Hmm. So, as we wrap up, what's kind of a target we want to give give our friends here for this week? I think you kind of just said it. Yeah. I think um, if you're in a single season, 
or as the bride of Christ, really, just period, because you are, whether you're married or not, you are the bride of Christ. Um, do you, are you welcoming God to like rejoice over you? What do you think? What are we, what's our target going to be? So as we wrap up this episode, we do want to give you, for the target this week, we are just asking you to take 10 minutes, put a timer on, <laughs> take 10 minutes out of the daily grind and just consider, consider your bridegroom, the builder and the maker of the whole earth. As he looks at you and rejoices over you as his bride. And what that might look like. I think you may be surprised if you haven't done that already. I think y'all will be blessed abundantly. So, do you share. Do you share. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for being here. Have a blessed day. Yeah, we'll see ya. We'll talk to you. Next time. Next time. Bye-bye. an artisan in Cambodia. She said, One day someone flung a container of acid on my face. It burned my face and ran down my body. The excruciating extensive burns threatened to take my life for months and since then I've had to endure numerous surgeries to attempt to remake my features and face to be normal again. I now have to live with the scarring of my face and body and also with the scarring on my heart. I've been the subject of mockery, hatred, rejection and curiosity, but rarely the subject of compassion or help. I'm gradually trying to rebuild my life and make a future for myself, but the only thing that gives me the courage to do that is that I know that I'm not alone and that I may be able to do something to help others. I started this business to make goods by hand so that other women in my condition can earn their own living in safety and some measure of self-respect. Support artisans like Yaw and Trade and Truth by shopping for your gifts, select clothing, and accessories at tradesofhope.com slash question mark equals Christine James. All links mentioned can be found in, on this episode's webpage.